Welcome to the Awesome Wedding Podcast. As always, I am John Yates, your host on this awesome wedding planning adventure. And today I am joined by my good friend, Justin Wright, who is also a photographer here in Nashville, Tennessee. You can check out his work on the interwebs at justinwrightphoto.com. And he's also on Instagram at justinwrightphoto. Justin, thanks so much for being here today. Happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me, John. So today we are going to talk about uh, kind of the process of hiring a photographer, which is something that you've been hired as a photographer many times. I have, fortunately. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, right? So uh, we'll talk about like what that process should look like for you. Uh, because the the thing that I always think about for brides when they're going through this process is you and I do this literally every single day, and we have a lot of other friends who are photographers, and we kind of get stuck sometimes, I feel like, in the lingo of photography and the lingo of the wedding industry. And it's all pretty weird if you just like step back from it a little bit and are are looking at it without the lens that we look through, it really is. Yeah. So yeah, so um, the 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 thing that uh, I, I think, and we were talking a, a little bit before we kind of got started, was uh, whenever we're meeting with uh, a potential client for the first time, somebody's about to hire us. They're either talking to us on the phone or we're meeting with them face to face. Uh, they usually have a list of questions. And they get this list of questions off the internet. There's tons and tons of them. If you just Google, what questions should I ask my wedding photographer, uh, millions of results pop up. So I kind of went through some of them, and that's going to kind of shape our conversation today. And we'll talk about which of those questions are actually important to, to ask, because I think some of them are just garbage, silly questions, but some of them really help you to find someone. And in the end, uh, this is a big part of, of your wedding day is who you hire as a photographer. So what's, um, let me just start out, out by asking you, Justin, uh, what do you feel like is, if there was one question that like a, a bride could ask you uh, that you would want to be asked? What would that question be? You know, I think a question that I do get sometimes that I think is a very valid question is um, when brides ask, can I see a full gallery um, yeah. from a wedding? You know, because at the end of the day, they're asking, you know, what do I actually walk away with? Um, and I, I think that's awesome because, you know, really you can show any photographer can show their best 10 images from a wedding and uh, you can kind of be blown away by those. But, you know, 10 images over, you know, eight, 10 hour day isn't a lot. So it's right. kind of easy to sell a uh, 10 image wedding experience. Whereas, you know, you really want to get in and see what you're going to walk away with. For sure. Yeah. And even, uh, I mean, there's some, some photographers and I was looking through your website earlier today and you can go on your blog and you can see tons of images from tons of weddings right. that you've shot. Yeah. Uh, and, and my website's set up very similarly. But then you go on to some photographers' websites and they just have a portfolio. And maybe they're only showing like one or two photos from like, you know, a, a bunch of different weddings. Exactly. And yeah. I always think like, 
I mean, it, it's pretty easy to get lucky and get like at least like a one good photo that you can show off right. yes. from a wedding or from like an entire year of shooting weddings. If you can't get like one good photo, yeah. there's probably something wrong with you. Yeah, right. I mean, sometimes I've thought I've had this idea as like, I want to bring my six year old son and just set up his camera <laughs> on aperture priority and just let him walk around and just take photos. And I like set up like a blog post for like, yeah, hey, this is the wedding and just yeah. see how people respond because I really do think that, um, you know, if you dial in the right settings and you're on aperture priority and um, you can really walk away with um, some good photos, even if they are only from like a three foot tall perspective. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> my uh, my nephew, I don't know that I've I've talked about him on the podcast yet, um, but he is a phenomenal photographer, uh, awesome. and he's uh, and he's also uh, about three feet tall right now. There we go. And the first time, the first time that I think we shot together, my um, my sister's uh, husband's brother was getting married so i don't know what relationship sister's husband's Husbands. brother so your br- is that your brother-in-law i think it is i'm terrible I've with always, like all I've those i've questioned about that too yeah it, but it, it's not like a yeah so anyway uh <laughs> he was getting married and uh my my nephew he was probably much even shorter than three feet tall at that time and i gave him he was walking around that day with uh with like my Nikon D90 which is like my backup of my backup yeah. <laughs> uh, at that time and but it had like a battery pack on it and had like a zoom lens so it oh, literally nice. weighs weighed more than he did <laughs> at that point so you're just seeing like struggling to like hold up the camera uh but my mom got married uh just a couple months ago yeah. and I got him one of those Fuji Instax Insta uh, yeah. cameras right. and he was just going around and I I knew it was going to be a bad idea because uh, it's like a dollar a shot right? it's like it's pretty expensive <laughs> the film's pretty expensive and he was just he was just going crazy but there was like some really great photos that yeah, came out of that and cool. uh, and I, I, he he was actually uh, he, he loves like grabbing this I'm pointing to um, my Fuji X-T20 uh, which I love. It's a fantastic tiny little camera, and it's a lot, it's a lot better size wise for him. And and that's all I took for the rehearsal dinner. And he nice. the whole time was like, he was like, John, I want to take photos. I want to <laughs> take photos. Uh, so all of that to say, yeah, I think you're. I think that's a brilliant idea, and I think yeah. you should totally should right. and use him as like your assistant and. And do that. Yeah. Well, another thing I do too <laughs> is like anytime I meet with a couple, like I always have two full albums, like from like two full weddings in the form of an album. Yeah. Because um, I think it's also good to see like tangible kind of printed photos as yeah. well. I had a, a wedding planner um, that I've I've been working with uh, quite frequently, and the first time that we did a, a, a meeting together with a couple, like he, he was referring me to a, a couple of his and I brought, I brought albums and he's like, most photographers don't do that. Really? And I was like, what do they do then? Do like, the <laughs> what do you do? What do you look at? Like, yeah. do you bring like your laptop and like, look at photos yeah. on your laptop or on your iPhone? And I don't know for like, for me and we might be getting a little off topic, but that's quite all right. For me, a big part of this and what we do 
and if you are hiring a photographer to, and spending all this money, you really need to get something tangible, whether it's prints, whether it's albums, please get albums. Um, and don't just, you know, let your photos sit. I say like on a disc, but I don't even know, like this <laughs> yeah. computer doesn't have a, like a CD drive. And so like, I think about couples who, you know, maybe five years ago, their photographer just gave them a CD of all their photos right. and now they've upgraded to a new MacBook or whatever. And yeah, what do they do with that CD? Exactly. Yeah. Well, even us, so we've been married nine years and remember like we've got this really nice, like gold CD. And I was like, this is going to last forever. <laughs> but I don't even know where it is now. Like, because oh, I made no. ourselves, like I made our, yeah. like an album for us. Sure. And then we have tons of prints. Yeah. Um, so that, that's an important thing too, is like, you know, uh, when you're talking to your photographer, like, how do we get these photos? <laughs> and you're right. like, can we order prints online? Yeah. Like, do we get a thumb drive? Like, what's that look like? You know? Yeah. It, it's crazy. And I think one of the, the big problems and one of the reasons why I wanted to, to, to do um, this particular episode is that every photographer does it a different way. Right. There's no common language um, between all of us. Like right. all the packages, you look at stuff and it's just like apples and oranges. So I can't even imagine as someone who has never done this before, right. has never like hired a professional photographer and now it is like looking at all these beautiful photos because like everybody right. takes beautiful photos <laughs> for the most part. I mean, there are I guess there are some people that that don't. But uh, I mean, like you look at Nashville and there's just there's tons of amazing That's photographers. Crazy, yeah. So many talented photographers. And and then they and then you're like, okay, well, you know, your package is this much, your package is this much. I right. get you know this many prints with you. I get this and this. So. Uh, one of the things that I think uh, I kind of want to demystify right off the bat um, is like copyright rights to images, high resolution, the files, the negatives. Um, when you're explaining that to a couple, what does that sound like from your perspective? Yeah, so for me i look at the whole wedding photography experience on my end is being commissioned as an artist to tell a story and then from there i believe that the photos are the couple's photos um which is in a lot of cases i don't maybe i'd say maybe 50% is kind of usually how that goes um you know so i i look at it as like i'm getting paid up front essentially to um be there for the couple capture their day tell it artistically and then after that there's no huge investment unless they decide to, to get an album. So, um, so if you're or like, you know, you're sitting here with your bride or groom, I would say, um, you know, basically what I just said, but also say, you know, uh, you'll walk away, your photos will be, you know, four to six megabytes. So you'll have the same quality JPEG, you know, photos that I have. And, um, that means you can get huge ass prints. <laughs> that's what I usually say. Yeah. It's like, cause that's what they're, they're thinking is like, well, we'll be pixelated. Can I put it on Facebook? Like, what's that look like? And so saying like, you have the same quality photos that I have, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't get the raw files because you know, right. those are unedited. Um, and, but yeah, from there, it's just like, you have awesome high quality photos that you can put online. You can share on your Instagram. Uh, you can order like really phenomenal prints, all that sort of stuff. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really similar to to how I I would explain it as well. There are some photographers who 
I think, kind of hold back those high-resolution photos and really require you to, like, come back and, like, order all of your prints and, like, anything through them and kind of work as a gatekeeper for those files. And I get that. Um, one, it's, it's, um, you know, it's an additional way to make income for them so they can potentially have a smaller initial investment. And then you're coming back and you're, you're, um, making more of an investment after the fact. And and I kind of like that because there, there's so many expenses for a wedding and you're hit, you're getting hit with all these costs and you had no idea how much all of this was, was going to cost. And, um, and photography is one of those kinds of things where you can actually get some of it after the fact. Right. So I always tell couples like, Hey, um, I really, really want you to have an album. That's like, that's my goal for every single couple. Yeah. But I understand that like that may not be in the budget right now. I've created albums for couples five, six years after the yeah, fact. I'm the same way. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's one thing I think just kind of be conscious about when you're talking to photographers, um, the raw files. Let's talk about raw files. All right, let's do it. Have you ever had anybody ask you for the raw files? I've had couples <laughs> when they like inquired, okay, like through email contact, they're like, hey, also with the raw, I'm like, that's fine. I don't really yeah. know. I mean, <laughs> unless the only thing I can imagine is like if technology changes so much where like in the future you can have something like 3D awesome experience sure. or something. But yeah. um, besides that, like, I mean, I would hate for them to edit the photos themselves and yeah. then, like post it or something like that. But sure. um, I'm really in general laid back about pretty much everything. But especially like if you want the raw files, that's fine. Like I take great photos in camera, so like right. they're gonna look natural when I deliver the JPEGs. But also like if you want the raw files, that's fine because I mean they're gonna look pretty <laughs> similar to like what I'm yeah, showing you sure. anyways because I'm yeah. taking good photos in camera. But. Yeah. Um, have you had any couples like that? So, yeah. So my, my thing with, with raw files is, is it's one of these things that comes up in these questionnaires or, you know, things to ask your photographer. So I don't know that couples necessarily, especially if it's when they're first inquiring, if they're not photographers, I really don't think that they understand exactly what a raw file is versus a JPEG or versus full resolution or high resolution. When we say like full resolution or high resolution, those things mean the same thing or they mean nothing. Like that's just when, when you're getting the files, um, and, and I think that you do this the same way, um, based on what you just said, when, when a couple gets the files from me, or if they download, you know, their, their images, they come in JPEG, which is a file format that is ready to print. Um, it's also, you're able to post that immediately onto Facebook, Instagram, anything like that. Um, and those files are just the full size. I'm not shrinking them down in any way, um, that's going to make them look, um, you know, less, less good. Can I give a good analogy? Give me a great analogy. So last night I was making this phenomenal chicken chili, right? Okay. So I go to the Publix, which is the grocery store here in Tennessee, get a rotisserie chicken and, you know, I'm picking off all the good meat, which includes the dark meat, the white meat. But then I throw all, like I get the good stuff that I want, you know, make it look and taste what I want. And then I throw all the other crap in the garbage. 
So like the raw is like the whole chicken, right? Yeah. Which is where you start. And then the JPEG is like what you actually want. Right. And so it looks and feels like what you need and want. And so, yeah, the, the raw is just like, it's almost like information. Like, mm-hmm. I, um, one good way, another good way to look at it is like a comb. Like if you think like a hair comb. Sure. Like it's all these little lines sticking up. And it's just like this information that is like the brightest part of the photo and the darkest part of the photo. Mm-hmm. And so what your photographer does is they take that and use what they need and then it gets compressed. So you're not waiting like two days to download all your photos. Um, and so as a couple, unless you plan on editing your own photos, which you don't want to do <laughs> because you hired a professional to do that right, for yeah. you. You really don't need it. takes a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. You need specialized software. I actually shot um, uh, some of the, some of um, uh, a wedding that I was uh, doing for another photographer with that Fuji and gave him the raw files and his version of Lightroom wasn't updated, so he wasn't even able to open oh, them. Uh, so yeah. he was like, hey, man, can you, can like, uh, <laughs> do, do these for me? And I was like, yeah, sure. But, but like, that's, that's definitely something um, to, like, just be kind of aware of. And you are hiring a photographer for the complete thing. And whatever their editing style is, that's a, that's a big part of how, you know, how you are hiring them. Because I've worked with a lot of other photographers and I've seen, I've seen them shoot or I've seen their raw files. And sometimes like with you and I, like our stuff is, is very natural. Um, but then other times, like it's, it can be completely on the other end of the spectrum. And, and a lot of that does happen in the editing process. Right. So, and that's a great point because you know you should hire your photographer based on their editing style as well. Because if you feel like you need the raw files because you're going to have to edit them after yeah. the wedding, you should hire a different photographer. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, do you do you uh, retouch? Do you edit all of the photos that your your couples get? I do. So I get that question a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It, it's probably on that not list. That it we're, is. We're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so um, every single you know photo is retouched, but um, obviously you know, so it's uh, kind of like when you import photos to Lightroom. This is like photographer jargon. So uh, there's like an import preset that kind of does all like the fine tuning. But you know, you go through and you check, make sure the colors are right, the skin tones are beautiful, um, and then typically this is probably true with most photographers is like you spend a little more time with the portraits. They're kind of mm-hmm. like. Uh, you know, grander shots, um, sure. the kind of like the epic shots, but you know, in general, you know, I'm, I know John's the same way. Like, you know, photos can be taken like really well, fo- like great photos can be taken in camera. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I like to have natural photos. Um, so I want them to be timeless and natural and I want my couples to look like themselves. Yeah. And so I don't do a, a lot of crazy editing. And so that's why I'm able, uh, to, you know, touch up every single photo. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, and I, I think that's what you want to hear from your photographer. Um, I know that some photographers will deliver like every single photo, and then only a portion of them are edited or yeah. retouched. And that just that's like a huge part of our job too. For me, it, it's been getting a lot of that stuff in camera, and not only just getting the settings and how I want photos to look, but also in taking the photos that I want. When I, when I first started out shooting weddings, I, I, 
this is this was my thought process. I thought <laughs> like if I am <laughs> if I am not constantly pressing the shutter, then I am going to miss something. Right. And so I would end up with just tens of thousands of photos <laughs> from like every single wedding. Right. And it was taking me months and months just to edit one wedding. So I was constantly yeah. behind. And then I realized that as I became a better photographer, I, w- I was actually losing more moments because I was just I was overshooting and really yeah. just not anticipating moments and getting you know and getting things correct and you know being in the right place at the right time uh, and a lot of that comes with you know just experience and, and doing it a, a while but yeah. I just can't imagine getting just. I, like it, I mean, I was still editing and like calling, which is the process of like get, you know going through all the photos and like if somebody blinks, you know that photos in in the trash. If right. you know if somebody's like making a weird face, um, you know that photo is probably <laughs> not going to make it. If you've got duplicates of the same like photo, that that's not going to make it. So, uh, and that's that's another great thing to look for when you are looking through an entire gallery that a photographer, and if they don't, if they say, Hey, like, I'm not going to send you a full gallery of a wedding, just move, move on and find another, find another photographer. They're they're hiding something. Right. Right. Um, and that's, and that's scary because, uh, you know, it's so easy just to throw up a website, throw up a few good photos, but you know, for somebody like you or me, who's been doing this for, you know, about 10 years, We've got tons of great weddings that we can show. And even if you're just starting out or you're hiring a photographer who's just starting out, um, you still want to see that. And and those would be the things that I would look for are, you know, is there consistency in all of the edits and do all of the photos make sense in the gallery? Because you don't want to have just millions of photos that you're (laughs) never going to look through or want to look through. Uh, how many how many photos do you typically deliver for like a eight hour wedding day? So my main package is ten. So and I I'm actually heavy. So okay, um, I was kind of dreading this oh question. Oh boy. But, well, I'm not like Matt Andrews. Shout <laughs> out to Matt Andrews, uh, heavy. Uh, but um, so usually like nine hundred. Yeah, that's a lot of photos. I know. So I know. I just and this is what I say to couples because <laughs> I believe this. So uh, like when we're sitting down, like you know probably the second time, whatever, like the first initial meeting kind mm-hmm. of, um, I say, you know, cause this is a true story. So when I first got started, I had a bride and she said, cause I was delivering like four or 500 yeah. and she was like, Hey Justin, like, I just want to see everything. She's like, I don't care <laughs> if I'm blinking. Like, oh, I don't no. care if I'm like yawning. Yeah. Any, I was like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like, no, I don't feel, yeah. I don't feel good inside right now. So I was like, all right, Sarah, I was like, whatever, I'm just going to do it. So I gave her all the images yeah. and I followed up with her. I was like, Hey, like, you know, two weeks later, I was like, hey, Sarah, like, what do you think about the images mm-hmm. that were in the original cut? Yeah. And she's like, I love so many of them. Mm-hmm. And so what I realized with that process is like, you know, to me, besides the couple, maybe the family, especially if I don't go to the rehearsal dinner and get to meet people, is that everyone there to me is a stranger. But to the couple, right. they are spending this one day inviting everyone they know and love in the world to celebrate with them in one place. And so to me, it's like this like random lady making a weird face. But the, to them, it's like Aunt Nancy making that face that she yeah, always makes. Sure. Um, and so the couple will see things in the photos that I don't see because it's their friends and family. And so right. what I decided to do through that knowledge is I always do like a favorites folder. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's like 300 images. 
And then I have a wedding album, which is like the wedding folder, which yeah. is like closer to 900. Wow. So that way they have like, it's like, hey, I, I tell them like, hey, you should go through this one first. <laughs> and then when you're like, hey, didn't he take a photo of this thing? Right. And just like, you can like go check out that folder and like nice. see a lot more. Yeah. I think, um, so my, like my total deliverables is, was like around 900 for a lot of the weddings that I shot last year. Okay. And like half of those photos, and I, I realized this too a, a while back. Um, the major, I, I guess maybe the majority of the photos, at least half of the photos, are like reception party dancing right. fun photos. Right. And so, like, I don't call as tightly on those. Right. Um, because I, like, I don't know, all the weddings that I shoot are just really, really fun parties. And if you have like 200 people there, um, you know, I'm probably taking a lot of photos and a lot of, you know, a lot of the photos might be kind of the same or might kind of be the same after the first hour of the reception. But there's just so many people and there's just so many great moments. And I, I want, I would want to have those photos too. Um, well, too, if you think about the day, it's like, I mean, if you're shooting for eight hours, like yeah. four of that, like half of that's probably in that's true, just the reception. Yeah. Yeah. And so also, like I've seen that, like, you know, you're inviting people, hopefully intentionally, to be there to celebrate with you. And so at the wedding reception, like that's a good time to get lots of photos just to kind of be like, oh, I didn't know that was happening or this person was there. I'm so glad that John got a photo of them yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, shot lists. How do you feel about shot lists? Oh man, that's they a, crack me up. That's a que- that's a question no, on here. My favorite thing is <laughs> yeah. when I have a bride getting married in a church in Nashville. Oh no! And she sends me a Pinterest board. Yeah, like, from a beach wedding. Oh okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I mean, if you got some like vacation Bible school sand left over, <laughs> we can get like a floating sun. Yes. We can yeah. we can do this yeah. thing, but um. Otherwise, you know, there's two things I always ask for uh, mm-hmm. with couples I work with, and I think this is huge for brides and grooms. Um, uh, so the first thing is a timeline of the day. Okay. Um, you know, so a lot of times that comes from, I have a set timeline that I like to use for couples based on if there's a first look or not. Mm-hmm. Also, wedding planner, of course, gets involved with that. The other thing, um, as far as a shot list goes, is the formal family shots. Yeah. And so I love having that written out, and it, you know, it just says like, Bride and groom, mom and dad, bride and groom, mom and dad, siblings, bride and groom, mom and dad, siblings, grandma. And there's two reasons that's important. The first one is to make sure that you get all the photos that you need and want. And the second thing is, especially if you don't do a first look, you want that time to be as fast and efficient as possible. Sure. And so having that list to your photographer makes a huge difference. Um, and also just a heads up, if you don't do a first look, even if you do do a first look, that is probably going to be the most stressful part of the day for you. Um, because either it's the last thing that you typically do before the ceremony. The family formals are the, the most yeah, stressful. Exactly, yeah. Because either like it's the last thing and you're trying to like go chill before the ceremony and kind of collect your thoughts, or you're trying to finish that so you can do like wedding party photos and couples photos right. as well. Yeah. And another reason why it's stressful is y- you, <laughs> the, the listener, and you know this right now, there's one family member who is going to be uncooperative <laughs> in this process. Oh, they might be missing when we're supposed to be doing this. They might just want to be goofing off the entire right. time. They might be too drunk to stand up. Right. You know exactly who that person <laughs> is. Uh, and it's, just, it's, it's so stressful because you're, you're trying to get these photos. And I know for a lot of the couples that I work with, those family formals are not the most important parts of their wedding photos and you know it's not the thing that they're most excited about 
but it's it's important. And I, I've realized, you know, just from being in other weddings and um, having my own family members have their weddings, like those photos just are just so important. So, so still, like you know, make sure that that you do them. Have that have that list. That definitely helps. But and I just it, say communicate, yeah. like communicate up front. Like if you want, if there's anybody that you want in those photos. Let them know because otherwise, <laughs> Uncle Bob is going to the bar. Oh yeah, as soon as he can. Oh yeah, he's he's already there. He's already <laughs> he's there. Five drinks in already. Yep. Uh, here's here's a question that that comes up, and I, and I I feel like every single this I this one without fail, I always get asked this question: Have you ever shot at my venue before? Mm. Yeah, I love this question because <laughs> luckily in Nashville, I've almost You've shot, shot everywhere, right? Yeah. Like there's nowhere that I haven't shot. Yeah, but I actually lost a wedding in California because uh, the bride's mom hired a photographer that had shot there. You didn't book the wedding. You didn't did lose the wedding. Lose oh, gotcha. the wedding yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was not booked because the right. mom wanted a photographer that had shot there before. Yeah. Here's the reality of the situation. Find a photographer that has... So let's just say, here's the deal. <laughs> There's two ways to look at it. The first one is, yes, I've seen their photos because of the shot there. But really, like, I can show up to any venue and say within 10 minutes, like, I want to shoot there and there and there based on what the weather's doing. Maybe it's sunlight, maybe it's not. Uh, where's, like, the best natural window light, that sort of thing. And so um, if you're doing, so this is kind of attached, like, if you're doing a winter wedding, I feel like you should be more concerned about the venue only because you need a photographer that knows how to do off camera flash. Yep. Because when this, if you have a wedding in winter and the sun is setting at 4 PM, um, you want to make sure that your photographer knows how to do, uh, you know, nat- like off camera flash, because if you're hiring, hiring a natural, uh, light photographer, <laughs> which basically oh, means they no. don't know how to do anything except use ambient light, like right. sunlight. Yeah. Um, and the sun goes down at four. What are they going to do after 4 PM? Right. I have no idea. I don't know. And so, yes, it does help. You know, anytime a couple reaches out and they say, oh, we're getting married at Houston Station or whatever, like some place I've shot at before, I always send them blog links to that venue because yeah. it's great to be able to see that. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's huge. Uh, and you'll see, I've I've, uh, I've actually talked about natural light photographers before on this podcast, <laughs> so I won't rail into them too much. Uh, but that, that is a huge consideration is that if you are looking through a portfolio and and this again is why that if, if you can just look through an entire wedding from start to finish that you will know and understand so much about your photographer. But if all you see on someone's website are just these gorgeous sunset photos. Well, here's the reality. It's really, really not hard to take those photos. <laughs> right. It's really not. Like when you have amazing light, then it, you know, it's just like, okay, well now like if, if you guys are like in, in love and like all over each other, my whole job's done. I just right. get the fo- photo and focus you and that's, say, that's go it. stand there. If you, yeah, like you're right. saying, if you nail the focus, you're good. And that, that's why like, I actually love weddings is because there are so many different challenges throughout the day. And I'm shooting so many different types of photos throughout the day from like, I'm a product photographer because I'm shooting all the amazing details that you shot 
I'm a photojournalist because I'm out on the dance floor and I guess maybe that's not quite photojournalism <laughs> because I'm participating a little bit too much. But uh, but there's so many different parts. And if your wedding is not going to be taking place or you want photos outside of that amazing sunset time, you need a photographer who can work with different types of light. And you need a photographer, in my opinion, that knows how to use flash or off-camera lighting or strobes or whatever it is that they call it. Uh, Because there's a pretty good chance that at some point on that day, it's going to be too dark just to use right. the the natural light that's there. Right. Or even if it's not too dark, sometimes the, the light that we make is going to be so much more flattering yeah. than just the terrible like incandescent bulbs right. or um, incandescence, not the, what, what was I looking for? The Tran- transluminous, uh, I don't know. The, but I would say like, <laughs> yeah, like a pra- very practical answer is like to that question, like, have you shot my venue before? It's like. Right. Find a photographer that maybe, even if they don't hadn't shot in that venue, find a photographer that has shot in that type of venue. Sure, yeah. It's, everything's transferable. Like, if oh, they're yeah. taking good photos in a dark church, they can do it inside your dark church. Yep. And like John said, like, if you're getting married in this beautiful place in California, like, that is easy. So <laughs> don't worry about that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. The The other thing that I, I tell couples... Uh, and and again, like if it's a if it's a Nashville wedding, I've probably shot there. But for me, I actually really really enjoy when I've shot somewhere when I'm when a couple books me to shoot somewhere that I've never shot before, right. and that to me is just so much more creative uh, because I get to walk in with a completely blank canvas. Because otherwise, like I, I feel like. Uh, if, if you're hiring me to shoot at a venue that like you saw my blog post of their photos, <laughs> now I feel like I almost have to like kind of recreate some of those same photos I for same you. same dilemma, man. Cause I was, I had a year where I was shooting this beautiful place called Carton Plantation in yeah. Franklin, Tennessee. And I was like, I know they've seen this because they had an album there that they were showing us. Couple, I was like, should I hang the dress in the same spot, or should I do it at a different spot? Right, like, should I be yeah. creative, or do they want me because they they want those photos they saw? Yeah. And so, like you're saying, it's so much easier to be more creative and fluid, like when you are going into new space, because you're not thinking like, well, this is what I did last time. I can just do this again. You're thinking like, I've never shot here before. There's also a level of excitement for photographers. Shooting a new uh, new place like last week, I was in Arizona shooting a wedding. I was just like, I've never shot an Arizona wedding. Like, where's a cactus at? Like, I'm gonna like <laughs> give me a freaking cactus. Like, I was just like so stoked to be shooting there, um, and it's just like a new experience. And so, yeah, I would say like you know, your photographer doesn't have to have a history of shooting in a venue, and it's almost a uh, benefit if they're walking into new in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. So either way, but I think your point about uh, can I see like some photos or a wedding similar to the type of venue? And like uh, the first thing that I do whenever I get a new inquiry is, well, I stalk the couple and like find them on Facebook and Instagram (laughs) and like, do are these people cool? Do I want to work with them? (laughs) But then the next thing is like, if it's a venue that I've, I've never seen before, I'm on like, I'm on all the websites and I'm looking up and seeing what that looks like. And, and if it's somewhere I've never worked before, I'm getting excited and I'm thinking about how I'm going to bring my unique style and vision to this spot. And so by the time that we're talking for the first, for the first time, 
uh, I already have like all of that kind of stuff in my head. And there's just so many, there's so many new venues popping up too, especially barns here in, here in Tennessee. Like (laughs) there's a new barn like popping up like every single week and they're like, have you heard of this? I'm like, well, no, because like it literally just opened last week Yeah, and you're going to be the first couple to get married there. But yeah, so, so look at, look at a wedding that's similar and I think that'll get you a, a really good idea. But either way, there's benefits to if if your photographer has shot there or if they haven't. Um, here's another question for you. Let's do it. Let's do let's do another question. Uh, what kind of gear do you shoot on? Ooh, interesting. <laughs> so yeah. this is, this is a question that's on all like all of these these things. And if you are a photographer. I guess it would kind of matter to you a little bit. Right. I I hire a lot of other photographers as my second shooters. So they're coming on, they're assisting, they're getting a, a second perspective on that day. Uh, it really isn't that important to me what gear that they shoot on. Right. I, I want to know, can they shoot with, with off-camera lighting? Uh, and do they have backups of, of their gear? Which is a better question then what type of gear is, yeah. do you have backup equipment? Yeah. Uh, so what I love about my camera, so I use a Nikon D3S and I have two Nikon D750s and two D700s, which is just, I'm really bad about selling <laughs> equipment. So they're sitting there. But what I love about the D3S and the D750, so what I love about my cameras <laughs> is that they each have two memory card slots. Yeah. So your wedding photos are automatically backed up on the spot to a second card. Which I've never had a card fail, but right. if it ever did, your photos are already backed up. Sure. Uh, so I think a better question, you get, like when you're asking these questions to a photographer, <laughs> you got to say like, why am I asking this? Like, right. what, yeah. like what do I want to know? And so with that question, it's like, what you want to know is like, if you hire, if you pay like a friend a thousand bucks to shoot your wedding, chances are really good that they have one camera. And if that camera right. fails, are there one flash fails? Your photos, I mean, what's going to happen? You won't have any, right? Because that's the only camera they had. And so um, professionals have backup equipment. I mean, true professionals. (laughs) I guess they're not pro if they're not backup equipment. So I think asking that question is, do you have a backup camera? Um, Is very. That's a great question to ask your your photographer. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, Uh, I shoot on pretty much the same exact equipment that Justin does, which is kind of crazy because most I feel like most photographers in Nashville like are all Canon shooters. They are snobs. Yeah, the worst. I love you guys. They're the worst. (laughs) Uh, But like I've had I've had cameras uh, like lock up and or just give me like a weird error message or something like that, and I always have at least another camera on my body at all times Um, and then like all my other backups literally within you know five or ten feet of me but you're just dealing with so many electronics and just there's so many crazy things that can happen to your equipment that if you don't have backups like there's no way that I would trust you to go out and shoot something that's as important as a wedding where we can't we can't redo this like what I mean once it's over it's over like (laughs) So yeah, so backups are, are hugely important. Um, and then I think, I think more important is, do you just like their work? Because if, if you don't know like the difference between a D3S or a 5D Mark IV, like what's the point in asking right. that question? 
right? Like, and, and yeah, and so those are just two. Those are just two camera names, and I could literally do what Justin did when somebody asked me that question and just rattle off all of my equipment. But I don't think that's what people really want to know. Definitely. Um, so yeah, so. I think those are some really important things to to ask and and really kind of help at getting at the professionalness of your photographer. Um, what else? Um, what are some other things that that maybe couples should be asking, but they're not asking, or maybe they're not on these lists? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest. Um, goal for you in talking to a photographer is to eliminate any ambiguity hmm. about um, what you're receiving on the front end and the back end. So the front end, of course, is time, right? Um, and then like who's actually shooting there? Because Ooh, yeah. that's a big one. Is because <laughs> you know, so there are some companies that have uh, like an umbrella company, so. Mm-hmm. You might be hiring, let's just say, umbrella wedding photography. Yeah. And so they have 20 photographers that are working under them. And so the person you're meeting with might not be the person that's at your wedding. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's very terrifying. <laughs> so, I mean, that is Or a you're looking at portfolios or like full weddings of like somebody who's not, not the photographer. Even, they don't even work there anymore. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I know like that is a good question that actually yeah. does show up on the not thing yep. or, you know, yeah. brides, whatever. But, um, so yeah, are you the person that's going to be shooting my wedding? Yeah. Um, so that's a good one. But yeah, so time is very important uh, because obviously like you want to make sure, depending on what you want to be photographed, uh, do you want getting ready photos and all the way to the exit? If so, you need to make sure that there's a timeline in place and that the photographer is going to be there the whole time for that. Um, also, do you have a second shooter? Honestly, like, I mean, I love my second shooters. Mm-hmm. I tend to only use like unless they kill it yeah. like you know five to ten images um like all this stuff on my website is my photos that i've taken sure. in camera sometimes on the blog post um you know i'll use a few but um especially like the main shot i typically typically use from the second shooter is the bride from the back walking down the aisle right. because i and you can't be in two front. places at once. Yeah. yeah. And then one of my <laughs> second shooters, uh, my main guy, Micah, that helps me out a lot. He was like crushes these reception photos. And so like I use a lot of his reception stuff. But besides that, like, honestly, second shooter, I don't know, John, like, how do you feel <laughs> like about second shooters, like their value yeah. and how necessity, like how much is it a necessity? Yeah. So I... <sighs> I will pretty much always have a second photographer unless it's like a small, like elopement type wedding. Um, and one of the reasons that I, I love having second shooters is just because it's an, a whole other set of backup equipment and a backup mm. body uh, on the wedding day. And if if you are hiring uh, a photographer who uses a second shooter or second photographer, I think it's very important to know who that second photographer is. Um, So kind of ask them, do they have the same person that they use a lot? Do they have like a few people? How do they choose which second photographer they're going to have at your wedding? Uh, All of those things can really impact the day because... You're at the end of the day, you're hiring your photographer for all the photos, but you also, and this, this is a a thing that like, I've been thinking about this and I've been trying to think of a a way to like put this into a question that you can ask. And I don't think that there necessarily is one question, 
but you have to have a good feeling about your photographer and about their personality. And like, can you see yourself hanging out with this person for 10 hours on a crazy, awesome, stressful, chaotic (laughs) day? Right. Right. And if you can't, then all of these other questions don't mean anything. Right. So I don't know what question there is, but just just being able to talk to them, going through their social media. I know you're like you're really big on like put, putting a lot of yourself into your social media. So I feel like if I had never met you, like I would I would pretty much have the same exact feelings that I have about you now just by going through your Instagram (laughs) feed and like seeing how you interact with other people and your family and what you talk about and what you put out there. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, I think that's kind of an intangible that's, uh, that's such an important question, but then if they're bringing on a second photographer, is that second photographer also going to have an awesome personality? Are they going to bring in something else? And that's what I try to do is I try to match the second photographer that I bring to every wedding with the couple's personality and just give them something that I think would be, um, would be different than what I would give to them on their day. So I love that. And I think what you hit on is really one of the most important things as far as like, do I want to hang out with this person on my wedding day? Yeah. And I tell couples, like, kind of jokingly, because I'm like, please still hire me. But also, I was like, I always say, like, hey, like, you know, if this is, like, the initial consult and they're kind of, like, still, like, you know, going through other photographers, I'm like, hey, just so you know, like, if you guys didn't have a great time tonight, like, hanging out, getting to know me, like, I will be with you more than anyone else on your wedding day. Like, your photographer will be with you more than anyone else. More than, like, he or she will, like, like your your bride or groom or bride and that stuff. Like, yeah. You like, and so, like, if you did not have a good time tonight, or like, you don't like, we don't jive well, like, do not hire me because, like, it will totally alter your experience. And so, I mean, and that's what I love about our job is we like, we're just taking photos, but the the biggest thing we do is providing experience Mm. for couples. And, um, that's the real art of what we do is, you know, like, your photographer can really dictate your wedding day, which is a crazy responsibility and also a crazy amount of power to have. But you want to make sure that your photographer is the kind of person that you'd want to get beers with or coffee or maybe even take a vacation, you know, Um, like that kind of that kind of person, uh, because they really have a huge effect on your experience of your wedding day. Yeah, it's so it's so funny that I've I've had I've had a lot of my friends on this podcast and we we all like talk about wedding stuff because that's just kind of what we do but we we all talk about that kind of stuff but every time that I've had somebody and Courtney is a great example I had her on and afterwards we were just talking about like she's been doing this for so long, and I'm like, why? Like, why are we still doing this uh, <laughs> after like so many years? But the the thing was, she just like lit up so much when she was on the podcast talking about like her job, and so mm-hmm. and and you are too, and like everybody that I've had like is just so enthusiastic. So maybe a, a good question to ask in like an, an initial. Uh, meeting would be like, what do you love about your job? And just see, like, do they light up? Do they have a passion for this? And if they don't, there's another photographer who probably is and is not burnt out and like, you know, isn't doing this just for a paycheck. And everybody that I know 
who is a great photographer, a great wedding photographer, is a great wedding photographer because they love something very specific about weddings right. and the couples and the celebration and all of that. And you have to, and you have to. Yeah, you can't you can't just show up and be like, oh, like I'm gonna <laughs> shoot for ten hours because I'm gonna get paid really well. Right, exactly. Like, do you want that person <laughs> shooting your wedding? No, no. Well, also, I remember I think it was Courtney that posted. So we kind of have this small Facebook group of national photographers, and I think Courtney posted she's going to DC for a, a wedding or an engagement session. And she's like saying, basically, hey, do you guys ever still get the jitters? Because like I'm kind of like <laughs> yeah. getting the jitters going up yeah. here, like it's a big deal. And where you posted uh, something very valuable. Ooh. Yeah. That doesn't sound like me at all. (laughs) And I don't know if you remember it. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. But it was something along the lines of like, hey, like if you aren't getting the jitters or like you're not nervous before wedding day, you need to get a different job. Yeah. You're not taking it seriously enough. That's And I 100% feel like that because you and I are both in at least our hundreds of weddings that we've shot. We're probably getting close to the thousands of weddings that we've we've done. And seriously, every every single Saturday morning that I wake up, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I have (laughs) such a crazy, awesome responsibility to this couple because in a couple months, in a couple years, in a couple decades, the thing that is going to bring back all of the memories from their wedding day are the photographs that I choose to take today. Right. And if I don't do a good job on that and I don't capture in a way that, you know, that makes them, you know, have a, a good experience one and a good like feeling back to it, it's like, well, man, I just ruined like a lot of potential great memories right. that this, this couple has. Right. So yeah, it's, it's huge. So I had, that'd be another question I'd ask like, Hey, do you get nervous, you know, shooting, you know, before you shoot weddings? And I think most people, I think most wedding photographers would say like, yeah, there is at least some part yeah. of, of nerves or something. I'd there. almost compare it to, you know, um, I have a lot of couples that are on the bridge about doing a first look or not. Okay. And one reason I tell them to do it just based on what I've seen is, um, you know, it really relieves a lot of the anxiousness. Mm. And so I'd almost compare to that. It's not like I'm not nervous because like, I know like I'm confident in my photography skills, but it's just like, I realize the weight about, of what is about to happen and my role in that. And it's the same with like couples. It's just like, you're not doubting, like, should I marry this person? It's <laughs> yeah. just like, you that's know, it's a, just like, oh my gosh, like, I'm getting married today. Yeah. And like, all my friends and family are going to be here. And so that's just like, there's a lot of weight to that. And it's a good weight, but mm-hmm. and it's good that you are anxious because you're acknowledging that you're about to like make a covenant with this person and yeah. like be there forever. And so um, I'd almost say it's that same type of feeling. It's just like, I have a job to do and it's like, it's a really important job. Nice. That's cool, man. Uh, a couple, a couple other questions that I do feel like are kind of important. Yeah. Uh, one is like, are, like, are you insured? Um, you kind of like that's, that shows up on all the, all the questionnaires. I feel like you shouldn't have to ask that if you're hiring a professional photographer, (laughs) but you really do need to, I guess. And there's a lot of venues, uh, that won't Mm -hmm. let you shoot if you don't have the proper insurance. Right. Um, and even she's like a million dollars in liability. Right. Yeah. A, a good so. liability insurance policy. Definitely. Um, 
as uh, yeah, you, you can't shoot a lot of places. So right. So yeah. Um, anything else? I like one of the the other things that that kind of comes up a lot is like what is like to ask the photographer what is your style? Yeah. Or like what style do you specialize in? <laughs> I feel like this is another one of those questions where like if don't like just ask photographers this because they're going to say a word that you probably don't even know. Right. Uh the the bigger thing is just looking through their work. Like can you see yourself in the fo- in the, in the type of photos that they take? Right. And so um yeah, I think like what we talked about earlier as far as look at a full wedding. Yeah. But it's like, um, oh, like I take portraits of families. Yes, I do that. But I also like I'm, I'm shooting newborns at a wedding. Like you mentioned, like yeah. grandmas. Like that's what's exciting about weddings for us is like we get to do photojournalism. We get to do food photography. We get to do portraits. We get to do candids. Uh, we get to do like drunk people dancing. Like I don't even know if that's a genre. <laughs> it but, should be. You know, it's just like um, I would say on the flip side of that is like, like yes, I want like most of my couples love – but what I love about weddings is telling the story of the day. And so that kind of draws into couples that love photojournalism. But at the end of the day, like mom wants that photo of you with, you know, her and your dad and the siblings looking at the camera because she's going to print that out or use it as a Christmas card. And so like, I'm not going to tell you like, oh, I take really great family photos because <laughs> you're not going to hire me for that. Right. And so, but that is why it's important to see the full wedding because I have had, um, I had a bride and her sister had gotten married and used a different photographer about you know, two years before that. She said, hey, do you do, like, formal family shots? Because their photographer didn't know formal family oh, shots. Wow. And so, which kind of blew my mind. But um, yeah. that all goes back to seeing a full wedding yep. from your photographer. Sure. And yeah. like we John mentioned earlier, like, if they don't want to show you that, move on. Because yeah. there's plenty of people that will. And they, they should be willing to. Yeah. I don't, I guess I'm going to talk about it now, but... So in the in the wedding industry, we we have this thing called styled shoots. And yes. basically what a styled shoot is <laughs> is where a bunch of different vendors get together and put together a faux wedding. Um so nobody's actually getting married. It's just a chance for like all the vendors to kind of get together, show off their skills, and a lot of photographers uh, use this as an opportunity to build their portfolios, mm-hmm. which I think is a terrible practice. And I really feel like it ruins uh, a lot of people's expectations for the type of photos because they'll see these amazing photos from a styled shoot. And I've done styled shoots. Have you? You've done some styled shoots. Maybe you one. Pro- yeah, I don't like, know if maybe. I've done any. Yeah. yeah. So I've done I've done a couple, and the reason that I I did some of them was it was a chance for me to try out new gear. So like mm-hmm. I, I shot with something that like I normally wouldn't do to see like you know what that would be and push my creativity a little bit, work with other vendors, work in sp- spaces that I wouldn't normally do. But none of those photos are in my portfolio. That's not the yeah. type of work that I'm showing. But a lot of photographers. That's 100% their portfolio right. are these photos where sometimes they've actually paid, um, they've paid models, they've paid <laughs> stylists to come in and put all of this together. Right. And then they come in and the problem is, is that 
there's really no pressure like there is on an actual wedding day. Yeah. And these people are all models and these people, you know, it's, and it's a lot easier. And so they're a pros already at posing. So all the photographer has to do is like push a button. Right. That's not all they have to do, but. but more or less. It's like, what was that Polly Shore movie? Biodome? Yeah. That's like a style <laughs> shoes like Biodome, like perfect conditions, perfect right. light. Like right. you are, everything is controlled. Sure. Which in a, on a wedding day is complete opposite. Oh, yeah. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. You only have, instead of having four hours with models, you have like 30 minutes with yep. normal looking people like us. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's not a realistic portrayal of sure. what you end up with. Yeah. So, so definitely, you know, that you, you get around that by seeing a full wedding. And, uh, you know, and that, that just kind of scares me for couples, just the type of expectations. And you mentioned the, the expectations on kind of the front end, like as far as time that you're going to be at the wedding, uh, things like that. What about the expectations on the back ends? Um, and I think this is, this is a really important one. Um, how long is it going to take for me to get my wedding photos? Great question. Yeah, so I actually have on my contract, I have a four-week turnaround time. Okay. Um, That's so fast. It is really fast. <laughs> uh, so I'd say, I don't, what would you say, eight weeks? Is Eight to 12? So here's, here's what I will say about this. I know amazing photographers who turn their photos around in four weeks, and I know amazing photographers who turn their photos around in 12 weeks and sometimes even longer. Okay. Uh, I think the thing is just to know and have this as a realistic expectation when you go into it. Yeah. Because you're like, I've never had a couple like not be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see my photos. Right. And it's like, it's like the next day after their wedding. And I'm like, whoa, you need to chill, (laughs) slow your roll. And I try, I try to get like teasers and like my full blog posts are usually up in like seven to 10 days after a wedding and stuff like that. And I I feel like a lot of the, the photographers who do have a longer turnaround time really do try to get those uh, teasers or at least um, some of the photos back to the couples. But I, I think as far as like complaints that I've seen online, that's like the number one thing mm-hmm. is like, it's been six months since my wedding and I haven't seen my wedding photos yeah. yet. So whatever that time is, <laughs> just know it ahead of time, right. make sure it's in the contract and be okay with waiting that amount of time. Right. I think four weeks, and that's what I, I strive for too, I think four weeks is phenomenal. There's some cases, if you're a film or a hybrid shooter, that may not be uh, right. that may not be plausible because you're developing and your lab time is going to cut into that too. Yeah. And so I think it all, I kind of said this in the beginning, but like eliminate ambiguity yeah. and uh, manage expectations. And so a lot of that should fall on your photographer, mm-hmm. but also, you know, asking the right questions on the front end to kind of know like when you, what you should expect and when you should expect it. Nice. Cool. Any, anything else? I feel like we cut, co- we covered so much. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm trying <laughs> to think if there's any like big yeah. like thing we didn't really hit, but yeah, I would say, I mean, the biggest thing really is uh, seeing full weddings mm-hmm. from your photographer, um, seeing if they've shot in the right, the similar type of venue. Yeah. Um, and especially, you know, I always love photographers. Like, I I use off-camera flash when I have to, mm-hmm. but I don't 
necessarily need it. Sure. But if I need it, it's there. Yeah. And so that's huge, especially if you're getting married in wintertime or in a city where it rains a lot and you have to shoot indoors. Um, also, like I always spend as much time with my couples as possible. Mm-hmm. So you, a lot of times we'll have like email communication, like a formal meeting, and then like get beers or coffee. Um, so that way, like when we're hanging out on the wedding day, it's not like, oh, there's this like photographer showing up. It's like, oh, cool. Like Justin's going to be here yeah. and he's got his camera and we're going to take some awesome pictures. Um, I think what, I think one way, I mean, you can, you could just flat out ask your photographer, you know, that and like, you know, Hey, if like I have questions, you know, before the wedding or can we hang out or anything like that. But another thing too might be how many weddings do you shoot a year? Right. Because if you're, if your photographer shoots a hundred weddings and has three weddings every weekend, you're probably not getting as much time as right. you would get from somebody who only shoots 20 or 25 weddings. Yeah. So, and, and it's, and, and really it's just, it's about your expectations, what you want. Um, and then finding that photographer who has the type of personality that you can see yourself hanging out with and having a good time. Because if, if you don't have that experience, <laughs> I don't care how good the photos are. Like if they're just a, a jerk to right. you, you're going to, you're always going to look at your photos and you remember like, Hey, this like guy was a jerk <laughs> or like, or, you know, you could, uh, be like one of my favorite couples. Like I ran into him at the bar, uh, at a bar the other day and they're just so excited to see me. Right. And like, you know, it, it's almost like the, the photos are like, you know, even just, a I don't know, they're, they're the icing on the cake or something, but yeah. like that relationship is, um, you know, is what I really love. And, and I love going back and looking at couples photos, uh, you know, and yeah. which is, which is kind of weird if you think about <laughs> it. You're like, like reminiscing. Yeah. Like I, like I, you're not my family, like, you're, yeah. but like it, it, I don't know, it kind of feels like it is. And the couples that I've had on this podcast, like I've gone back through and some of them, you know, their weddings were like five years ago and it was just such a fun experience just going back through and getting to relive that because yeah. when we're doing our job well, that's really what we're able to do is just be able to create that that time capsule for people to, to go back and enjoy. Totally agree. And yeah. I know we're wrapping up here, but I, uh, the funnest thing for me, I'm going to toot my own horn. Cause I was listening <laughs> to Becky and Kelly's podcast and yeah. I was like, they toot their own horn. So I'm going to do it. And I'm sure you experienced this too, but, um, you know, sometimes we'll have people at the reception. They're like, dude, like you, you've been so much fun. Like, yeah. this is awesome. Like, I want you to shoot my wedding. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, so immediately I'm like, Oh, that's so great. Like yeah. I've had a blast too. But in my mind, I'm like, they haven't seen a single photo I've taken. I know. that's Because it's yeah, not like the couples crazy. are like the family. It's just like a, a bridesmaid or a groomsman. It's just like they haven't seen anything. They've seen zero photos, but they want me to shoot their wedding. And that yeah. just says a lot about our job and also what we've talked about as far as that you want to make sure that the photographer that's going to shoot your wedding is someone that you can see being friends with. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think if you are just starting this process and you're like, oh my gosh, I just Googled my city wedding photographers and like 5 billion results came up. (laughs) Uh, Think back like on the weddings that you've attended as a guest or you've been uh, in the bridal party of or you have friends that that have gotten married. Almost all of my work comes from referrals from other weddings that I've shot just because like it's all it's all personality and and then photos like it's it's the two together. But I wouldn't be able to get the type of photos that I get without, you know, the way that I am on the wedding days. So that that would be 100% where I would say to start. And then if you've never been in a wedding before, 
if you don't have any friends who've ever gotten married, uh, stalk people on, on their social medias because I think that's huge. And that kind of weeds out a lot of the, the people who aren't going to, you know, to be a good fit for you is just, Hey, like, Hey, what are they posting on social media? Do they seem like a cool person? Do they seem like I'd want to hang out with them and then contact them and then talk to them and see like, Hey, do I still feel that way? And if you do, and you have the expectations or they can meet the expectations that you have. I don't know. Hire him. Yeah. <laughs> it's that easy. That's, it's, that's, that's just, it, we should it is, start with that. It's that. <laughs> yes. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to edit this and that's, go. that's going to go at the beginning. <laughs> no, because I am so lazy that I will not edit it. And I feel like this, uh, I feel like this was good. If you listen to this and you felt like this was helpful for you, or if you have more questions or even if you're meeting with other photographers and you don't, you know, maybe you're trying to decide, you know, what photographer to hire. Well, either hire Justin or hire myself. That's really <laughs> the, that's really the, uh, the answer there because we both travel and we're yeah. both happy to go wherever you are. And we can shoot are. together too. And we can shoot together. <laughs> we'll put together a special Justin and John package. Use just promo code. For you. Yeats. <laughs> at the checkout. Uh, if, uh, if you do have any of those, uh, please hit us up on the social medias. Uh, I am at John Yates and Justin is at Justin Wright Photo. Or you can head over to the awesomeweddingpodcast.com if you would like to continue this conversation. Justin, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. And uh, for everybody out there, happy wedding planning.